Welcome to the Woo Woo Woman podcast. My name is Shelly and I'm your host. I'm a self-taught astrologer, modern mystic, yogic guide, and women's empowerment coach living in the South Florida area. This podcast was created with the intention to share the tools, people, and modalities that have continued to help me shift and heal to up-level my life in efforts to inspire and encourage you to do the same. Thank you so much for being with me. Hello and welcome to the Woo Woo Woman podcast. Today I have a special guest with me, Miss Daphne Antoine. She has her PhD in holistic life coaching and is a practicing metaphysician. And I love our connection story. She ended up coming to the Full Moon Yin Yoga at the Hilton West Palm Beach that happens every month. And we connected and it was instantaneous and Spirit had a different way of bringing us back together full circle a couple years afterwards, and the the connection was just as powerful. And here we are today sharing with you not only about metaphysics, but also about numerology. And she is going to be reading my chart, which by the way, I have absolutely no idea what that is going to entail. I'm allowing it to kind of just free flow. Um, with you here today. So I'm going to be hearing and um, listening to all of the various different numbers and numerology that is connected to my birth chart. Um, And you're going to be listening to it for the first time with me. So without further ado, thank you so much, Ms. Daphne, for coming here and being with me and sharing your knowledge about all the things metaphysical. Can you please just tell us how this all started in your world? Yes. Oh, Shelly, thank you for having me. It's such a pleasure to be part of your of your podcast. Um, basically, how this all started for me is that I've always been a seeker from a very young age. And I remember finding the first metaphysical chapel at the age of 22, I believe. And I used to just go there on my own and got exposed to meditation and doing um, group past life regressions. And then from then, I started to like practice on my college friends. Um, but as life happened, I walked away from the from my metaphysical practice, not walk away from it, because once you have something in your heart, it's always there. But I went on, I moved to Europe, and I'm a freelance um, hair and makeup artist, and I worked on fashion shoots and so on. So I allowed that to kind of consume me, which is a much more... I mean, I'm not to say anything negative about that industry, but it's much more superficial. It's not as much internally driven because everything is making everything look beautiful. Look beautiful. Um, but as um, someone said, is that what brings you always what brings you back to spirituality is when life happens to you, truly happens to you. So it was a life occurrence that caused me to reconnect back deeper with my metaphysical aspect. Some people, as things happen in their lives, they reach externally. I went inward. And when I went inward, um, it just absolutely happened for me. And the connection that I made with the numerology, the connection I made through with myself and, um, and, also, and also understanding like not knowing before that there were times I'd be speaking to someone that was actually channeling, not realizing that. So it was through that experience of going within as you were going through a, a life well, what could be a crisis for many mm-hmm. but it wasn't for me it I think a me. lot of us experience that I too myself 
have been through that. It just brings you back. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yes. If I always look at it, it says, how far do you have to be away from your God self for you to align to your God self? Yes. And, you That's know, it's a like a message. Yes. So as you, as we go through things in life, if it's hard, just know it's an opportunity to get back to that center, you know? Um, and when we find that alignment, it's absolutely beautiful. Then you realize that you just flow with your power within. And that's why with the, you know, um, my, the, the numerology book is titled mastery within because I and had to your numerology that. book, correct? The numerology book. Yes. Awesome. Yeah. And book. if for the guests that are listening, if you're interested in purchasing, they can purchase that on your website, correct? It's on the website and it's also available on Amazon. Oh, awesome. Um, Perfect. Yeah. It's also available on Amazon, but before well, I'd like to give the explanation, um, like a short definition of what is metaphysic because a lot of people don't know what that is. And even myself, I found a metaphysical chapel. I didn't know what that meant. I was coming from a background of being Catholic, mm-hmm. um, but I just used to like to go there because it just felt right for me. Um, and through, you know, self-exploration, knowing that it was about my inner self-connection, not necessarily what I'm being told. So metaphysics is a branch of, is a branch of philosophy that examines the fundamental nature of reality, Um, meaning that it's not just looking from the basic day-to-day as we walk, but it's also an examination of the beyond, like what's more, and not being closed-minded to only what's in front of us, but what is greater beyond the physical. And so, is it also like how the two communicate as well with one another? Because I know personally, um, you know, I've had, you know, somatic experiences in the physical body that are also connected to this like metaphysical situation that's happening, you know, spiritually around me. Um, so is that also a part of it? Absolutely. Absolutely. Because we do live in a dual reality, dual nature, and we have our free will to govern us. Mm -hmm. Um, In my book, I talk about um, polarity, what serves you and what does not serve you. And um, I wrote that in the book because I was kind of guided to this understanding of that everything we do in life it's all by choice. And we have that choice. We create our reality. Once we realize that we are that master and we do it through our thoughts, through our imagination and our thoughts, our imagination vibrates out and it it comes back to us. Just like you throw stone in a water and it, mm-hmm. you know, there's like that ripple effect, but that ripple effect, if you notice, it doesn't just go one way. It, it influences many other parts in that action. If we are able to see that as instead of like, you know, there are times we wake up in the middle of the night at three o'clock in the morning and we're sitting there contemplating all problems. And it's like, that's not resolving it or having an argument with somebody that's not even there. It's and it's like, like reiterating it. We, exactly. We're actually fueling that, pot, that yeah. fire. Yeah. So it's, it's understanding that once we're in that thought, we need to, you know, like change it. There's a wonderful book I would recommend called Reality Trans, um, Transurfing. And yeah, I'm going to get this reality. What is it? Transurfing. Transurfing. Okay. Vadim Zealand, and he is a Russian physicist. Okay. And in the book, he talks about the way we are, like we, the way we are empowered within our reality and how um, the way we can 
actually affect our experience. And one of the things he speaks in there, and I discovered this book two years after I wrote um, my book about polarity. In his book, he talks about uh, um, um, what is the pendulum. There is an aspect in pendulum that feeds off of you, and there's an aspect in the pendulum that feeds you. Mm. It took me a while to understand this. And after, you know, and I, I did the book in, in audio form and while I'm cleaning, I'm listening to it um, because it, it's just, I like to listen to audiobooks while I'm cleaning because we feel like you're being productive. For sure. but, um, or getting um, your nails done. I think that's like the most annoying waste of time. It's like you're sitting there like listening exactly. to podcasts or audiobooks. I'm like, I'm being productive. <laughs> exactly. You're feeding the mind. You're not just being yes. numb. Yes. yes. And um, what he talks about, when you see, if you ever notice something, right? Like, let's say we'll start with someone saying one negative thing about someone. And then it goes out and it goes out and it goes out. And then all of a sudden it's spread into something else. Somebody's hurt and this and that and all the word. That is a that is a, an aspect of a pendulum. Mm. And when people connect to it, then that pendulum spin, speeds off to, depending on how big it gets, it keeps speeding off into all, all these different aspects. And I remember the first time I heard of COVID, I was like, I am not going to be part of this pendulum. <laughs> oh my God, same. <laughs> I was like, I'm not feeding this energy. I'm no, like, I'm not feeding it. Absolutely. You can't. You can't. No, and I love I'm, what you said that like we are co-creating with our reality because I, I firmly believe that. And I think so many people just find it very difficult to understand that like all these bad things, quote unquote, are happening to them or all these challenges are happening to them. And it's like you got to go to like your subconscious mind. Right. Which is really running the show. And Absolutely. it's very hard for us to tap into that area of the brain. Right. Because it's subconscious. It's like not in our conscious reality. And those thoughts are what kind of, you know, are basically the mothership of how we're functioning within our reality here on, on this earth. And the thoughts become things. And Absolutely. like you said, like your thoughts and like your actions as well as well as your emotions fuel, whatever it is that you're focusing on. And we all know the famous quote is like, where, wherever your whatever your focus goes, what is it again? I don't know. Well, where, where attention goes. Oh, uh, yes, um, there you go. Yeah. Where attention goes. Attention goes and where, where attention. Oh my gosh. I, it's, I have it in my book. <laughs> energy flows. Where there. attention goes, energy flows. Thank you. Yes. yes, it, was there. yes. it was at the tip of my time, but I wasn't, wasn't wanting to come out, but yes, it's yes. so true. It's so true. Yeah. And the thing is, is that it's funny that you you bring that um, the concept of the power of the thought as well, because that's what I did my dissertation on. I did it in the title of my dissertation was Mastery Within, Engaging the Inner Self Image Consciously to Elevate and Improve the Work-Life Balance. Because since I do image consulting and I work with professionals, I thought, oh, perfect. I'll do my PhD and still maintain my metaphysical aspect but getting a greater understanding with the inner working of the individual. Cause sometimes I'll work with clients, they look good on the outside, right? But they go in, they get that job. And then you speak to them, they're still not happy or this, you know, because it's beyond just the physical, there's something else that's going on within that inner dialogue yes. that has not been touched on. And at the end of the dissertation, what I realized is that there's, it's not about a work-life balance because it's about a well-being. It's about the overall. So when we talk about like, oh yeah, we have to have the balance of this. No, it's about the overall well-being. And within all the books that I read and all the articles that I explored, 
articles that dealt with, um, you know, feeling like you're the imposter syndrome, um, you know, and about like, you know, um, um, the, the whole concept of an examined life is not worth living. Like, what does that mean? You know, and so and then I, I mean, the, the focus of my book was on something so such a, a simple metaphor, but I found it so profound. And it was the book Who Moved My Cheese. Hmm. And I remember feeling like I had to, like it, it, it took such a big part of my dissertation that, and then after what I was like, it seems like such a out of the box book to go about engaging the inner self. But the book is really about knowing who you are mm-hmm. because it talks about two little people and two mouths. The mouse are not as intelligent. They just go by instinct and they go for it. The two little people, one of, they think they were far superior than the mouse. And so when they go to take action, they, 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 they try to overanalyze it and they try to, no, right? Know, and, yeah. And it's the one that like realized, okay, we got to move with the times, right? We got to make change as it happens. And one did that and the other one didn't. So understanding our nature, so within ourselves, as we're having these inner dialogue, move with the time. Because sometimes you're trying to hang on to a relationship that may not be for you right now. So know when to move with the time. Like we were talking earlier about, the, you know, we're in the five energy this year. Right. It's an opportunity to move with the time, see what's right. working in your life and what's not. And integrate, right? It's like this integration of being able to be a part of a reality that does have so many different facets. And like, you can see it almost like as a diamond, right? It's like our reality has so many different facets, but it's a part of the whole. It's a part of this beautiful happening that is, let's say, the wholeness of the diamond. And we have to be able to embrace these aspects and integrate them in such a way that creates this diamond, right? Like, because it all these facets help support the shape of that particular stone. And um, I think that the integration as well is like a huge part, like you said, is like, there's no such thing as essentially balance. Like you can't logically find the balance and like manage the balance, right? Again, it's like stepping into that, that centerpiece of the self and flowing with that naturally. And, um, you know, I think that a part of my journey and I'm sure yours as well has been bringing it back to that. Whereas, you know, I, I, a lot of you may know already, like my upbringing was pretty strict and I wasn't able to step into my power until later on in life because I was told that that power or that, you know, interest was not of God or whatever the case may be. So we were, we, we have been kind of brought up like, of course, with our childhood, but also throughout our challenges as adults. And we fail to to allow ourselves to move with instead of getting stuck by, right? Mm-hmm. Like we get mm-hmm. stuck by these roadblocks instead of just saying, okay, like that's a roadblock. Let me see where this is taking me. Let me shift. Let me move. Let me flow with and let it allow, let it take me to where essentially I'm I'm intended to go. Exactly. Yeah. And I love the example you gave, you gave about the diamond. Because guess how do you examine the, the facets of the diamond? Light. By letting the light in. Yep, absolutely. You yeah. know, so if we walk around knowing that we're that diamond, and the only way to diamond see girl. Is, <laughs> 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 
exactly. Walk around with that. I feel like now I'm going to get like a little thing, you know, but, yeah. but allow the light to come in so you can see that facet. So you can yeah. see the, you know, the, the, all, all the beauty that is within you. The part that makes the whole. Exactly. It, yeah. The challenges are, are a part of the process too, right? Because diamonds are essentially made by being under pressure, you yeah. know? And, you know, we, we think that life is supposed to be this easy thing. And some people might have additional challenges than others. And because of course, all of our experiences as we walk through this life are, are very different, but nonetheless, I think more or less important, right? It's like you have your stories and I have mine, but neither one is more or less, you know, powerful in creating. It's what we, we as a spirit need to develop and, when we, again, allow ourselves to focus on the challenges and the mishaps that have happened in our lives, we create and generate more of that. Whereas when we see it as an intricate piece of developing who we are and basically nurturing and enriching who we are, then we're able to step into a different space within ourselves and say like, wow, I have this experience that I can share. Like I went through this and like, I've been through that and I can actually share this with other people and other people, um, you know, can grow from that from, can grow from my experience and you in turn begin to further enrich the self. Um, so it's, it's very interesting how, you know, the metaphysical reality itself does connect and does intertwine and does integrate in such a way. But like you said, we have the free will to either focus on what we want to grow in our life or that we have the ability to allow that to kind of whirlwind us down to this like dark, mucky space. And, you know, sometimes people find it more comfortable there because they've been there for so long, as opposed to being like, Hey, this is more positive. This is a different way of thinking. This is going to help improve my life, but dang, it's a little bit harder than just going back in my little hole. And, you know, that's, that's where the choice steps in, where we're given that will to say like, okay, no, it stops now. This heaviness stops now. Let me shift. Let me pivot. Yeah, so, absolutely. Beautiful. Um, the thing is, is that even with, with, with the numerology and when I do your chart is that we are, I, I'm, I'm a firm believer that, and I was shown this, that, you know, it's like God experiencing itself. It's like, if you're giving this, what would you do with that? If you're given mm -hmm. that, what would you do with that? And energies continuously process itself. So that's why, like, you'll see when I do the numerology chart with you is that everything has this, you know, it's, it's energy never dies. Nope. So all it's doing is figure out new calculation of it, new way of what you would do with it. An example that I like to give, if you take an orchard, for example, beautiful tree full of apples, right? Now you gather the apples and there are all sorts of different buckets of apples. Some goes to the market, some goes to the homeless shelter, some goes to the very high-end restaurant, and some goes to a home, which, you know, but guess what? That apple doesn't change. Mm -hmm. Despite what has been done with it, it still comes from that one tree. Source. Even the one, and there are others who rot. Right. So if we if we look at things through that, and so each number, I was shown that each number is like a tree in that big orchard. Mm. So there are many aspects of which things could be done with that apple it produces. So as um, the, the uh, um, integrated master numerology system, which is the system that I was 
given in channel. I can give a brief explanation on that. Um, I during that time when I was going through that life altering event, life blessing event, <laughs> that's how yeah, I right. refer to it. I'm um, doing that exactly. I used to go to the beach every morning to take pictures and um, just to pick pick pictures of the sunrise. And also to kind of meditate and balance myself. And one morning, it was the 4th of July, 2015. It poured so bad. And I was eager to go to the beach. I'm like, I don't want to break my, my, you know, you've been doing something every day for almost a year. But one day you feel like you've let yourself down. I was like, can I go? The sun's still going (laughs) to rise. But it was lashing rain. Um, And so I said, okay, I'll just meditate home. And I laid down and that night I heard, I had a dream where I saw a number and I saw the number one and then another number. And I said to myself, I got to remember to look that up. When I laid down to do that meditation, it brought to mind that, oh, I got to remember to look up that number. The minute I said that to myself, I heard something that says one, um, I am. I'm like, okay, 11. And then two. 22 and I jumped out of bed. And I was like, oh my God, something's happening. And I was so worried about not losing whatever connection I had just made. I'm looking around for pen and I've always been a little geeky, right? If I'm <laughs> reading a book, <laughs> I have a notebook for that book so I can take notes. So I could not find a pen. And I was like, why well, can I keep And I'm trying very hard to keep this connection. And then I look on my dining room table. There's a pen there that I do not recognize. I'm like, where did this one come from? And then I heard, and it's like this voice, I was so loud. It was like, as if by magic, get ready for your first channel. I was like, okay. Chills. (laughs) Nobody chills. Yeah. So I just wrote down as fast as I could what I got. And then that was it. And at that point too, I was guided to stop eating meat. And I stopped eating meat point blank. And I just went straight to veggies. And I mean, I was somewhat, and I was like, it just cut, done. And so I spent a year researching the numbers and I told people about this connection that I'd made. And anytime anyone saw 1111 or any number that kept recurring, they would call me, what does this number mean? And so I thought I would just write an affirmation with the numbers. I didn't know what to do with it. And then someone came to me and a year later was like, oh, I just found the ammo tablet of thought. And I was like, oh, what wow. Is yeah. So she printed it out and gave me a copy. And one morning in meditation, I felt the need to go to this copy and I opened the page to exactly where Thoth is talking about numerology. At that point, I knew I had something significant. Mm-hmm. So um, all the, all that, the, everything's pointing in one direction. Exactly. It all happened in, in this synchronistic way that I didn't think. And even the numbers that your chart, that was downloaded while I was driving my kids to school. And I just, I was wondering about like life patterns and the choices people make. Is there something related? My mind went there. And all of a sudden um, I start seeing the way to take a date of birth and group this together and group that together. And I was, and I was given the, the titles for it. And I was like driving and I was on Swinton <laughs> and I'm driving on the steering wheel. All right. I'm, writing this down. <laughs> I'm writing it down and I'm like, oh my gosh. So I get home and I, plug into an Excel sheet to see if it makes sense. So what you're, what I'm about to do with you today is from that. I, I explain more about it in the book. I don't want to take too much time because I'd rather 
go with your chart. Yeah, perfect. So now just to recap, just briefly, do you use this um, chart process in order to connect with your clients and kind of give them um, as well as yourself a a bit of an idea as far as like who they are, so to speak, and kind of help lead and guide them through that process? Yes, I absolutely use it for them. Um, the reason um, is because it gives me a better understanding of where, what aspect of themselves that they are not utilizing. Because remember, I believe in polarity. So if let's say there's a six in your chart, six represents energy, it's active, it's vibrant. Now, if this person tells me they just sit at home all the time, they're not really doing anything, that means you're 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 actually operating at the disempowering aspect of that energetic expression in your chart. Interesting. So um does this so kind of connect to something that's called the Enneagram? Do you know about that? I don't. And I think we were speaking about that earlier. There's a lot of stuff I don't know. Like even with this numerology knowledge I got, I was not big into numerology. I, I love numerology. And my whole thing was, why, why isn't it simpler? I want, you know, because every time I, I got a number, I'm like, I got to remember to look it up. I got to remember to look it up. So I think because I didn't have those preconceived knowledge, I didn't have so as I got the information, I processed it as it was given without being um, being influenced by any other factor. And I do so see beautiful. People, thank you. And I do notice that there that like the way you made the connection with the numbers with with astrology. Again, astrology and the tarot, I love it. Mm-hmm. And the tarot definitely the tarot as well. And I you know I I appreciate the tarot. Um, I got into angel cards. And, um, but, you know, but I stayed in my lane when I was being given this, I felt like I just had to stay in my lane because I wanted to have the integrity of the knowledge I was given. But I, as the metaphysician, I do love philosophy and I love psychology. So I went and did a lot of study with the work of um, Carl Jung, who, believe it or not, is very big. His work is very focused on synchronicity, intuition, and numerology. Wow. Because if you look at him, he was actually a mystic. Right. You know, but he would, he, but his work had to come to the mainstream from the perspective of his, of his contemporaries in a way that the it was logic, logic. Exactly. Yeah. But it is very, it's a known fact that he explored the mysticism and and you kind of have to be that in order to make certain high mind connections. Of course. And you can't be jaded by other schools of thought. Like you had mentioned, like you stayed in your own lane and you don't really, you know, veer off too much because that's where you're guided, which is, you know, powerful in and of itself, because we do can, we can sometimes be so overwhelmed with logical information that we fail to really truly hear the internal voice um, within us and channel fully with spirit because we're kind of also analyzing because the brain is there to, to do that, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's easier to kind of bounce between the head and the heart. Um, So I love that, you know, nothing else has really kind of been dropped into your, to your bowl. And you've just been clearly on this, this path of numerology. It's so beautiful. Yeah, absolutely. And also with other, like, I love new thought authors that were from like, from the 60s and older, because I felt their information was much more profound. Mm-hmm. Where now I think at some point in the 60s, 
we kind of got jaded. <laughs> I don't right. know what happened where knowledge kind of changed. Um, like the, the works of Claude Bristol, um, Florence Scovel Shim, and Neville Goddard. Um, and there's a wonderful one that I'm, um, I'm an audiobook that I'm listening to now. I mean, there's just so many wonderful, you know, new thought authors of the time. Right. They all say the same thing. But somehow I think we kind of got numb because we went into the aspect of trying to live the white picket fence life or the life that's being shown to us through television, not necessarily the life that's being shown through, you know, through our our community, like the community went through, like you were saying, you were brought up very, you know, um, conservative in your, in your religious belief. We became reliant on what the the pastor was saying or what the priest was saying, as opposed to seeking that being okay with, getting a greater knowledge, the internal yeah. wisdom that's there. Exactly. And all those new thought authors, that's what they talk about through affirmation, through, you know, positive self, you know, um, the thought, like observing your thoughts and understanding, you know, that you, 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 you know, you create your reality for sure. And so many people have said the same thing, even in the Bible, Yep. you know, it, it, the Bible, it, you know, I don't look at it from now that when I look at the Bible, I look at it as the best book of prose. Yeah. You know I mean, it's just, it's just like an example of like, oh, this is what, but if you, but it's left in a way to the interpretation of the right. level the of consciousness of the, the individual reader. reading it. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And that's with anything, right? It's like you and I could read a book and I will get something completely out of it, you know, different than, than what you would get out of it. So yeah, very, very true. So so powerful. Yeah, I'm excited to um, hear what, what my chart has to say. And again, like, oh, yes, I, absolutely. I have absolutely no idea what, um, what this chart is going to entail. So we're, we're venturing on this together um, for the very first time. And again, if you are interested in getting your chart read and getting a little bit more details about yourself um, through this process, you can contact uh, Daphne in the link in the show notes and also snag her book. Um, very powerful. I'm very interested in reading it. I haven't read it yet, but I know it's on my list mm-hmm. and I'm excited to venture into this because I know a lot of my followers always message me like, I've been seeing this number. I've been seeing this number. And I know a little bit, but um, to the profound level that you do and how you work with them. No, not so much, but I'm excited that I'm able to offer this to others and also experience it firsthand with you. So truly a blessing. Yes. Thank you. And also the definition for numbers. I, someone actually requested that I put that on the site, which I did where based on the, what I was channeled and the way I have studied the numbers, you can go on there. I have the definitions for the clock when you see the, the double digits on the clock. Oh, wow. And also for the single digits and the double digits. So when you see them, um, everything is a quantum influence. By you seeing the numbers and connecting with it, you are actually impacting the quantum effect because it's the physical and the non-physical awareness of something. Mm. So um, I have all of that on the website. So let's say if you feel like your number is a five and you can go on the site and say, what does five mean? By you acknowledging that five, you actually enacting the quantum effect of it and also read the 55 aspect to see what what's the, implif- the amplification of that number means. Mm-hmm. Because by you being bring being brought to the awareness of it, there's a, it's being, you know, it's being amplified. It's like awakening, right? It's like knocking yeah. on that door and like opening it up. 
Exactly. To tell you, pay attention to this aspect. Yeah. Because you know, everything in the universe, everything in this life is based on numbers. We would not be on this conversation right now on this technology without a calculation. The dress you were wearing or the shirt you're wearing was created because of the calculation of the machine that produced it. Yeah. Every thread, everything, you know, every and the plant that you know that surrounds us can be brought down the to numbers. So how the, stuff. Exactly. And how so but yet we're walking around not realizing that numbers are also influencing our daily expressions and our daily yeah. experiences. So um, I'll give you, a, I'll get, we'll get right into it right now. So okay. I am in, which is the integrated master numerology is the system that I use. Um, I was going to call it quantum numerology. And then one day while doing the dishes, I was, I heard these things like, why quantum numerology? Mm. And so I was like, oh my God, I thought I had the answer. And I was, in, I was kind of guided, I was guided to integrated master numerology reason being the integration of bringing it into your life and mastering the numbers mm. um, into your life. It's a straightforward numeric process that helps identify the philosophical and metaphysical underpinning of numbers, energetic pull. I know that's a mouthful um, and system uses the numbers one through nine and 11 through 99, the way I was downloaded with it. And it was literally, I had to crack the codes. So when I look at it, I'm like, I've cracked the codes. But however, <laughs> there are so many other codes that keeps needing to be cracked because I thought it's it was like just- the, the Leonardo da Vinci, like- Exactly, yeah, 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 yeah. So I feel like, honestly, the universe have blessed me with this knowledge and for me to be able to put it out and share it with others. Um, it's a powerful technology dedicated to the continuous understanding of the key to numbers and mainly to help you uncover what's readily available to help uh, to help assist you on your journey through life and to discover your unique um, energetic roadmap. So um, I, in your chart, if, you, um, if you'd like, I don't know if you want to pull yours up. So as I read it, even though this is your first time. Oh yeah, it. sure. So this is the first time I'm opening up um, this email. She sent it to me. Yeah, so morning. while you do like, that. If you I'm don't want to know, don't open it. So I didn't open it. Yes, so because I think. it now. Uh-huh. And hold on. So I'll give you the, the, like the date of birth calculation. Um, I do the calculation two ways. And believe it or not, when I was given the numbers and I was doing the calculation, I consulted a, phys a physicist professor, a, mathem a mathematician, because I could not understand why if you add the same exact date of birth one way, you get one answer. You add it the other way, you get, you get a different answer. Oh, wow. This chart is beautiful. Thank you. Um, and so what I realized, the reason I was guided to look at those two different ways to add the numbers was so that I can see when the master number is present. Like, for example, in your chart, um, if you look at your chart, you will notice there's a two mm -hmm. on your life number. But if you look above that, it's actually an 11. Yeah. And you know, what's so crazy is um, I had been seeing 11, 11, you know, G's consistently as a child, probably the first memory of it was middle school. Mm -hmm. And I was like, 11's my number, 11's my number. And then I started to investigate like my life number. And I was like, oh my God, and I'm an 11. Like my driver's license, I got it on 11, 11. Like the, the, the synchronicities and the connections with 11 are endless. So when I found this out, I was like, oh my gosh, but that's the only number that I know is like my... 
Yes, so exactly. So, but the thing is, is that depending on what calculation you use, some calculation would put it to the two. Oh, interesting. Yeah, so I use they two add the two. Numbers. They add the one and the one together. No, that- no, yeah, because you know, some they they say that oh, if you know, it's an eleven, but if you don't feel connected with this number, just go to a two. I see. I see. But there are there are times where a forty-four is present, where modern day. The numerology wouldn't show that. And also the my master, the master number I was given and master numbers I was given goes up to 99. Mm. So when you do the calculation for you to be able to see that. So the top line number that you have is the etheric energy. You see okay. that. So the etheric energy is the consciousness, is, is the consciousness that flows through it, it, well, the ethers is the consciousness that flows through everything. Your etheric energy governs your non-physical energetic alignment. Now, we're not puppets. You know, when I go to explain, I'm like, okay, we're not puppets. But however, we do have energetic connections. Mm-hmm. So the top six numbers you see on your chart yes. are your, your etheric influencing energy. So this influences your, your, your human expressions on how you go about expressing yourself. Um, and that line, um, just for the audience, because they're not uh, seeing this, is that it, it encompasses your life number, which is your life leading energy of who you are energetically. Um, the second one is your entry point, the energy of when you entered the physical human expression, like what was the energy of that day was like, mm. the event cycle, your leading energy of significant life occurrences. Um, your collective energy, which is the mass collective energy, like, you know, how Carl Jung talk about the collective unconscious. Mm-hmm. So this is how you connect with the larger group of that energy. And it shows the energetic field that you're flowing through. Interesting. Your soul energy. And that is your soul's purpose and this incarnation, like what, what pulls on you. And your anchoring energy is like your legacy energy is like the, what goes towards what we call the Akashic. So once you've transitioned, it's like what what um, what influence have you left behind? Like what what contribution have you left? And as you move on, you know, we, we, we come back. But that contribution, someone else may have taken fragment of it as well. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It's just that, that process is it goes into that pool. Um, so as you see that now, let's move to your chart. So not that I've given the example of, of what each represent and please feel free to ask. So can I just question. point out, can I, cause like, I am like you, when you were getting this information, I'm just like a blank canvas, but there mm-hmm. are just a couple connections that I'm currently making within myself, looking at these numbers. So the anchor energy as the three is the Trinity. I wear a triangle. I'm obsessed with triangles and I'm obsessed with like the Trinity Uh, and um, the connection with like being a mother or, you know, having the children and passing that on has always been something that has been within me. It's like, I am, you know, their guide. I, I don't own them. I don't, you know, I'm here to show them so they can grow and be better than myself. So I find that to be very interesting. Secondly, the one number, the I am, um, I vividly got this flash. I went to Burning Man and I went to this meditation and around, it was like almost like a circular um, like hut. And they had all of like the chakras and like the, the statements of each of the chakras 
behind and I ended up getting a photo taken. And I didn't realize this at the time until I actually saw the photo and I was meditating and the lady took a photo and she, she put the card down like next to me and I picked it up and I realized it said like, Oh, if you want to see like your picture, I was like, Oh, somebody took a picture of me, whatever. And it was the yellow sun, which is to me is like the internal sun. Right. Mm -hmm. And it was the um, solar plexus chakra, which was, I am. So Mm -hmm. um, pretty interesting how even just hearing you and seeing this, like my own inner wisdom is like speaking to me um, with, with just a few of these numbers. So very, very interesting. Absolutely. Absolutely. Wait until you hear what they represent. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, because the, the, the definitions that you see on there is exactly what I channeled. And then I went through the process of learning them. So I also gave you, I emailed you the definition. Yes, so this is that. just a chart and the definition is more in-depth, but I'll give you a brief synopsis of it. Okay. Like for example, your life number is a two and which is an 11. The 11 is the illumination. It's the, it's, it's almost like a pillar of light. So, you know, and, and which is absolutely what you're doing because you are bringing light. <laughs> To so many things like you're helping people, you know, you're shining the light for people to see themselves and to connect with the greater aspect of themselves. Now, if even even if you went to the two number, number the two represents an ex- the the examination, which is the, looking at the dual side, so looking at the physical and the non physical. Mm-hmm. Um, so even those two numbers, I I find like you are in alignment with those as far as the life number because you have this desire. To be that light bringer, Absolutely. to be that light bearer, to be that that you know that light that lighthouse. So through our connection, and I mean, and um, so that is per- in perfect alignment. Now, when you're not, remember what I said, polarity. When you're not in alignment with what serves you, and you're in the alignment of what doesn't serve you, you're shielding your light. You're not, you know, you're you're, you're just like anything that comes to you, you find the negative aspect of it. Mm-hmm. And that's the 11 lowering aspect. The two lowering aspect is being gullible. Mm-hmm. So with those numbers, so, you know, so just be mindful of like, okay, am I examining things? Do, am I really seeing things? Am I bringing the light? Because you have those two influencing energy on you. Interesting. So that is your life number. Yeah. See, so- and um, growing up and like, even still, like there are moments where I have these moments of expansion and these moments of contraction and the moments of contraction can sometimes be very dark, but almost always when I'm in that dark space, the the one thing that has been recently taking me out quickly is the fact that it's usually ushering in a brighter part of the light, right? Mm -hmm. It's like this contraction phase is like me kind of like I don't know how do you like, it's like festering and processing and purging, which also comes in layers for me too. And then it's like, okay, now you're, you're ready for the next level. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like almost like these stepping stones. So that's very Absolutely. interesting. Absolutely. But, and you do it through the examination too, right. you know, just looking at things. And now your entry point, the energy of the day you were born, this number, the number five took me a really long time to understand it because it was given to me as new beginning and nature calling. When I wrote it down and I reread it, I was like, Oh, go with nature, go to Gaia. And I'm like, <laughs> you know, and I thought, I thought when compared to all the other stuff I got, it was the one that was the most off, you know? And I'm like, okay, go to Gaia. I'm like, okay, then that's what it is. But then I realized as I worked with the numbers more, it was really a call to your nature of who you are, 
Mm. The new beginning was not being attached to things because it's a point of, if you look from, it's a middle and between number. So right. it gives you an opportunity to make changes. It gives you an opportunity to let go of what doesn't serve. And it's a very, you know, it's a, it could be very challenging if you're the type of person that just don't like change. So your entry point is of that energy of that five energy of new beginning to being adventurous and just you know, you get the idea, go for it. Like, oh, that's totally it. me. Yeah. <laughs> See, and you know what? Another- I love change. I remember as a child, I would change my room around like every month. I'm like, I want to move my chain. I want to move this. I want to paint this wall. I want to change this. I absolutely love change. And I know that a lot of people don't, but I am, I, I welcome it. That's see, so you're living that aspect too. Is and the spontaneity you, oh, yeah. I love that. Like if my yeah. husband came in and said like, pack your bags, I got a flight. I'd be like, let's ride. Like yeah. I'm all about, like, I don't think twice. I go with like, almost like that innate drive. It's like, if my, if, if I, if it's a fuck yes, I'm all for it. If it's like, eh, I don't know, then I'm like, no, you know? Yeah. Absolutely. Well, that's you. Anytime like you feel that way, it's you honoring that aspect of yourself and, and living and the part of it that's that that feeds you. Because mm-hmm. the minute you get into a point where you never meet people who if they have the five in them and they're afraid of change, I don't like changing. They're rigid. They are not honoring that aspect of themselves. And a lot of times you find those people, they are stuck. Mm-hmm. And they just keep digging their heels in. And then once you're able to see that in them and be like, look, you're not honoring yourself. This is that. In the minute they make that shift, and it's very easy for them to make that shift because it's far more easier to honor yourself and dishonor yourself. And mm-hmm. we don't even realize that. And I've worked with clients once I point certain things out to them and they were able to just shift it. It happens fast. Isn't it interesting that I think that this chart also helps people become more aware of those aspects where like before they weren't sure why, like, mm-hmm. oh, I don't know why I'm like this. I don't know why my life's like this. And then, you know, looking at something like this chart and you explaining it, it's almost like, wow, that is the aspect of my life that is holding me back. And I I didn't even really see it, but now that I see it tangibly in front of me, you can mm-hmm. actually take the change and I mean, initiate the change. So Absolutely. this is a very like a powerful tool. I feel like all of my clients should go to you first and then <laughs> <laughs> I welcome them, bring them on. <laughs> well, what this I powerful. Yeah. What I recommend for people when they get the chart is to put it up on their wall somewhere it's visible to them. Because if you're having a challenge in your life, just look at the Reminder. chart and, and you will feel where you're guided to to, and it, it will it will speak with you because there are times I'm going through things and I'm like, okay, what what aspect of me is showing up here? And then all of a sudden my eyes would go to something and I would remember what that means. And I'm like, ah, I get it. I need to go work on that. Um, so, you know, it's, it, it absolutely is a great technology as far as helping you once you make that connection with your own personal chart. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And um, yesterday I was speaking to someone about the chart and that person said, Did, have you ever done Bob Marley chart? And I did his chart and I was just like so blown away. His chart was so profound and he was so on purpose that I memorized it. I don't even have my chart memorized. (laughs) (laughs) I have his chart memorized because I was like, wow, that man was on purpose. Wow. He was on purpose. And I'll explain, you know, anyway, so we'll move on to the event because there's so much more. There's like 12 aspects. We've only covered two. Um, The next one for you is your event cycle. The event cycle is as things happen in your life, what they are there to bring about. So for you, it's a six and six is energy. 
So which means that things happen in your life, encouraging you to be active, to just take and just go for it. And if you find yourself where you cannot be still, because if you're still, you will, it's easy for you to go into depression because of that six energy that's there. Mm. Mm. So that, that's so the correlation too of what I was experiencing to that contraction expansion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you are someone like the six energy, I say from the aspect of how do you explain the polarity aspect of it? You look at the Nile River, right? The Nile River is robust. It's beautiful, beautiful birds and blah, blah, blah. And then the Dead Sea is still and mm-hmm. the water is murky and it doesn't really produce much and so on and so forth. One leads somewhere and the other one is still. So the six, I always try and use that as an example. It's like live your life like the Nile River. Move. Always have something flowing. Have always something mm-hmm. moving. The minute you find yourself still, you're going to become stagnant. And it's very easy for you to fall into a depressive state. Yeah. That six energy is pretty powerful. So yeah. that's why you're always having things going. Like you, you're going to have all these different balls in the air. And that's you honoring that aspect of yourself. If you find yourself where you're sitting down and you're just like, don't want to do anything, force yourself to do something like yeah. activate yourself. Yeah. So that's the event cycle. Powerful. Yeah. Your collective energy, which is the collective unconscious that like Carl Jung speaks of, yours is in the one. The one energy is the I am presence. It is that God within. It is the bringer of new thoughts, ideas, and concepts. It's a leader energy. And you are absolutely that. <laughs> hey. <laughs> you are, because I remember you introduced me to something. I was doing meditation and I used it. You know how when we did your class and you put the cards under us? Yes. I did a meditation, a numerology focus. It's called energy center meditation, where I take master numbers and I run it through the body for you to connect to where you might have an energetic block. And at the end of that, I had a numerology card and I gave everyone random numbers. And I was like, oh, okay, wow. what are the numbers saying? That came from you. So you see, bring of new thoughts, ideas, and concepts. So yes. I would say if at any given time you want to come up with something new, you want to come up with a new idea, you can tap into that collective consciousness. Yes. Because you are in that energy of bringing forth the new thoughts, uh, concepts, and ideas. It's a very beautiful energy. The lowering aspect of it is when you hide yourself and you do not want to be that leader. You second guess yourself. Like I, my life number is a one. And I was really struggle with coming out and putting myself forward. That's why there's not a YouTube channel talking about these numbers. I have the content. Mm-hmm. I didn't even want to put my name on the book. I was going to put channeled. Today's your day, girl. You're on all the <laughs> I am. I am. So that's why, like, you know, and, and I, and, you know, I, like you were asking me, it's like, do you go by, do you want to go use the doctor Daphne? And I was like, no. It's just his PhD, you know, because that, 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 and I, and I realized that aspect of myself, I really have to work hard for And that's probably why I worked in the fashion industry behind the scene, because I did not have to come forward. I always said my work speaks for itself. My work speaks for itself. So once you know that aspect, so with you having that collective energy one, it's very be mindful of when you don't want to step forward, step forward. Yeah, that was that was like a huge challenge for me actually in the beginning um, was teaching. Cause I went to yoga teacher training, not to teach, but to deepen my own practice. And my instructor was like, no, you need to teach. And I did. And I stepped out and it was uncomfortable. And then it slowly began to build. And then of course, going on, you know, and doing like the videos and I've always wanted to do that, but COVID actually pushed me into doing that. 
Uh, more so like twisted my arm and forced me because I probably would have, you know, held back, but yeah, I can definitely see that, that aspect as well within myself for sure. Yeah. So be very aware of that when you want to go hide behind the curtain, right? Push yourself not to, because you are, you are the bringer of new thoughts of ideas. You do not wait for the pack. You are leading the pack and you have that collective energy behind you for it. So, you know, it's beautiful, like the way, you know, you open up by, by tapping into a greater aspect and say, okay, I'm going to let, you know, in spirit guide this. Yes, tap into that collective energy and just connect at all point with the intention of connecting to that newness leader energy. Yes. That's what, that's what, that's your, that's your support. That's your, you know, that's, that's like your tree. You know, if you were to say like that, that group. Um, so it's beautiful. Thank it's you. I needed that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's beautiful. Um, and your soul energy, which is the purpose and it's, and what you go for. And that is knowledge seven. You are the seeker of knowledge. And mm-hmm. once you are in awareness of that, you have the potential to tap into when you go into the quantum aspect to tap into knowledge of the ages by wow. just being in awareness that you are here to gain a knowledge, to share a knowledge and to expand a knowledge. I truly believe like that is my purpose. Whatever you choose to do with it. Remember. Mm-hmm. It's so interesting because I definitely feel like that is a layer and an aspect of my purpose is to tap into something that perhaps is a bit like people have been there before, but really expand it and bring it um, to others in such a more modern way in a more relatable way. So pretty interesting. Yeah. So that is, that is your sole purpose. So at any time, like do not question yourself when you feel you want to take on a new knowledge that is feeding your soul. And I can see that too, with like the layers of, you know, learning, you know, to teach yoga, deepening the practice with yoga, that knowledge then, you know, with the tarot and meditation. And I could see how sequentially my life in such a beautiful way has kind of built upon itself with these different um, schools of thought and knowledge. So that's very relatable. Um, Yeah, no, no, definitely. So you got to, you know, you just have to honor that aspect of yourself and don't question it. And it's a very, it's an intelligent energy as well. Like anytime I see someone with the seven energy, I'm like, oh, you smart. So you have a smart soul. (laughs) I'll take it. I'll take it. <laughs> yeah. The things I look for is like the seven, the four, the five, you know, and then 22 is another one that's pretty powerful. 22 is someone that, you know, they, they can be master manipulators or master movers. Interesting. You know? Yeah. Um, all right. So that's the seven, the three anchoring energy. It's so funny that you were saying the Trinity and you know, it, it's the energy of creation. So you are here, you have the potential to anchor in something you've created and leave it behind in this energetic expression. So when you, and it's so funny, you spoke about your children. The reason why this is mother, father, child aspect of creation is because one could not exist without the other. Mm. So with, within that, as you create you're, you know, with this anchoring energy, you're leaving something behind. So it's being mindful, being open to your creation, to being creative. And we create our reality. So you do stuff like that through the imagination, through being open to it and knowing that you are leaving a legacy. 
you know, and do it through what you do, through the way you envision things and the way you put it out, even in the way you envision your children. That is that is an anchoring. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's so crazy, too, that you say it in that way. The third card in the major arcana in the tarot is the empress. And the empress is um, kind of this embodiment of the, like the mother, nurturer, creator. And like visually, as you're explaining this, I, and I've always resonated very much with that card. Um, she's connected to mother Gaia. She is like overflowing with abundance. Um, mm-hmm. So, so cool. Yes, it is. I love this stuff. (laughs) You have to, I have to learn tarot from you because I don't, I don't don't know any of this stuff. I'm just like, no. Yes, I'm coming out with a course. Actually, it's going to be out the end of this year. So if you're interested, we'll chat. Yeah, absolutely. That would be wonderful. Yeah. So that's the anchoring energy. Now the lowering aspect of it is being at, you know, being at the mercy of circumstances. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like allowing things to happen to you. So that's the lowering aspect of it. So just always be mindful that you are creating your reality. You're creating, you know, your situations and you're not allowing others to decide what happens for you. There's more definition on there, but the way I wrote the definition that you have, I wrote it in a way that it would be left up to the interpretation of the individual because everyone has different different level of consciousness. So I'm not saying specifically this, 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 but I, I did my best in writing it in a way. So um, for, so that you can take from it and hopefully it would radiate with you. And when I, every, when I went to go write the definitions, I did center myself and allowed the channeled message. So to, and I just wrote it. it took me, oh my gosh, it took me such a long time. I can only imagine. Yeah. All right. So that was the etheric energy, which is like the energetic strength that governs you or that supports you or, you know, that influences your expression. Now we're moving to the second layer of the chart, the second six, which is your perception ladder. When I got the word perception ladder, I was that made no sense to me. I was like, perception ladder. What is that? I, First of all, I'm like looking at, is it ladder, A-L-A-T-T-E-R? And then oh. it was just like, oh. yeah, because I remember it was an imprint in my mind. And I'm like, right. I'm, on, I'm, on the, I'm on Google typing it up. And then I kept hearing perception ladder. And I kept seeing like a ladder. Again, moving on and working with this, I realized why it's the perception ladder. Because we're working with the etheric. The perception is how we bring it down into our physical expression, oh, which wow. I think is genius. I was like, genius. I didn't come up with it. Yeah, I didn't come up with it. So that's what it is. It's our perception ladder is how are we connecting and at which level of those steps are mm. we connecting to our etheric expression? So for you with your perception ladder, um, you have the, your perception, which is how you see life. You're perceived how people see you. Your equalizing energy is what keeps you balanced. Your affected energy is what could affect you negatively, the cause and effect in your life. Working energy is what's helping you throughout your physical expression. And your mastery perception is what you have the potential to master in this incarnation. Mm. So your perception, the way you see life is an eight. And eight is expansion. Like you don't see a limit. Like you see it, you're like, ah, yeah, I can do it. 
Yeah, I can do it, which is so perfect. <laughs> I mean, you know, I don't know you that well. I'll but figure I, it out. I will figure it out. I promise. <laughs> <laughs> That's your attitude. That's your motto, right? Because you're going for it. Yeah. So true. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's the eight, you know, so it's 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 a divine infinite, you know, it's an infinity type of energy where there's no limitation. And depending on how you work it, you could actually affect new world, like you could create a whole new aspect with that energy once you tap into the quantum aspect of it of not being limited by it. Mm-hmm. Now the lowering aspect of it is like an energy drainer. Because you're not expanding, what are you? When you're not expanding, what are you doing? You're retracting. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times when I meet people and I could be talking to them and I look at the way they're, I'm like, ooh, there's an energy drainer there, you know. And then if you look at their chart, there's an eight in there. They're not, they're not working in the aspect that empowers them. Because, you know, they're the ones that are like, oh, looking for compliments, looking, you know, it's just like, there's always a thing where they're looking to be fed because they're, 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 they're this, they're not that. Right. So you have to be mindful of that when you, you know, if you start seeing yourself where you start seeing things and limits, expand. Yep. There's no limit. Yeah. That's, that's, that's just that. it. What happens is like a, with the expansion and contraction times in my life. Which they exactly, and you said it, that earlier too, because yeah. that's your motto, extension. Yeah, is. look at that. It's yeah. so true because there are moments where, like, I mean, fortunately, they're they're not as together. They're they're further apart these days. But I I sense that there are, there are these happenings that kind of bring me back to this kind of like I want to be like curled up. I don't want to voice anything. I'm not putting anything out in my podcast. I'm not like putting myself out there, but the one thing that keeps me, like I said, on the up and up is this expansion energy. It's that I know that this moment is a moment. This is a happening. And I have to see the lessons within that happening. And sometimes it's layers of abandonment. It's also, you know, the mother wound healing and layers and different aspects of that. But I know that it's going to, it's going to basically catapult me to a different direction that's higher than where I was before that has more energy that has more momentum um, than it's had before so I've learned to work with it but you know it is still a part of my life and I think that that is like you said the duality of being able to see you know that we we're not always in that energy all the time sometimes we 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 aren't but we're when our awareness is like oh I'm not there how do I get there you're you're able to actually use your will. Mm-hmm. your free will to co-create your reality um, and, you know, learn more about yourself through both times, you know? Exactly. But even just the fact that you have the awareness of that contraction and expansion, and that is the way you see life. Mm-hmm. If you were to go back and look at this, you know, this podcast and see how many times you use that expression, <laughs> you yes. will see that that is a philosophy you have for life. It is. And that is the way you see the way your perception, your perception of life, the way you see life. And there it is, that eight right there. So the way people see you, people see you through the two energy, which is having the sides, like you're the examiner. So you're someone, you know, like if someone comes to you, they would know that you'd be the one looking at the different sides and you would examine. So, okay, let's discuss this. Let's see what are the ways this could be done. (laughs) So that's how people see you is as that that examiner. Yes. Yeah. But the lowering aspect of it is that if someone is not seeing you in your glory, they could see you as being gullible. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, oh, I, I can, I can sell her this. So be mindful of those who are not seeing you in your glory. If they see that they can pull a fast one on you, just know that they're not seeing you. 
Okay. You know? Yeah. And now your equalizing energy, which is what keeps you balanced, is the sixth energy, is being active. Like the minute you're not active, you are throwing your whole thing out of whack. So it's being mindful of that. So that six energy is that equalizing energy. The effective energy, what could affect you negatively, is the five. If you decide to just, oh, no, I just want to get my white picket fence and just sit here until I retire and die. You know what I mean? Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. So be mindful when you're not when you're not actually bringing new things into your life, when you're not making changes, if you find yourself, it's like, you don't feel the need to change around the, uh, you know, their house or you don't want to you know, be, be like, okay, what's going on? Why haven't I, why haven't I had that desire? Where am I not, you know, where am I not honoring me? You know, because you should have, it could affect you negatively. Hmm. If you don't, if you don't, if, if you're not, if you're not open to change, if you're not open to new beginnings, if you're not open to being an, you know, take on a little adventure. So that, so that's definitely something like with the five, like I said, the five is a very hard one because it really calls for you to look at yourself. That's the one energy that I feel that requires for you to have a mirror up to yourself because you have to make decisions based on what's in your nature, whatever that nature is. If your nature is that you like to take it easy, but you still adventurous, but you know, but you don't want to be around a lot of people, honor that. Your nature is someone is trying to get you to do something and you do not feel it would resonate with what is your inner being. You have to know that. So it's a very much a self-awareness energy. Hmm. So that could affect you negatively if you do not know who you are. It's a self-examination type of energy. Yeah. And then working energy, this portion trips me out (laughs) because it does. I'll tell you why. Working energy, I made made this realization that it doesn't matter whose birthday it is. It will only ever be three numbers, three, six, or nine. Fibonacci. I was just- chills. Yeah. And the working energy, the way I understood it was what the, like, what is helping you in the physical, you know, the God factor, the spirit factor. And, and I was starting, I was, cause I would run charts of different people just, and then I realized it was, I don't know what brought that to my attention, but it is only ever three, six, and nine. Mm-hmm. I don't know how that works. I don't know. I mean, I told you I've consulted a physicist, a mathematician, <laughs> you know. And, you know and, what came into my head? I don't know what rapper raps about this, but he goes, three, six, nine. Damn, girl, you're fine. Oh, <laughs> oh wait, 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 wait. You know what oh. I'm talking about, right? Yes, yes. Is it, is it not? Is it trick daddy? And roll and roll and roll. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Who is it? Who is it? Let me, hit, let me hit it just one more time and roll. Yes, girl. Give it to you one more time. <laughs> so that funny. is brilliant. So the working energy, it's like what's helping you energetically. And it, you know, it doesn't matter who you are, it will only ever be one of those. So yours is a nine. And the nine represent working with God, source creator. So as you, you know, go along, if you need to get a help tap, just go straight to that. 
Some people, if they have a three, then that means that what's here to help you energetically is the aspect of creation. It's like go to the to, to what is of creation, what goes of energy. And in my book, I talk about Tesla's obsession with 369. So that's why it's amazing that the way the working energy is that because it's a, he knew something. Yeah, and I explained it much more in the book. I don't want to you know, go too much into no, no, no. it. Yeah, but you know, but um, so with you is just know that that aspect is working with you. I know I have working with God because that's the way I was giving it, but I put source creator, whatever that is for you. Whatever the definition of God is for you. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So whatever that source creator, that uh, that universal high mind, the infinite mind, whatever you want to call it, because in metaphysics, they have many different names for it. Um, But it's that working with that greater creator that if power. Um, so for you, that's what's still working with you through this incarnation. Um, and your mastery perception in which is what you have the potential to master here is that aspect of creation, that triangle you have around your neck. Yes. You live I'm, it. I've, I've always been connected to triangles and stars. Those are like the shapes that I'm just like automatically gravitated towards, which the stars are usually five pointed. So that's interesting too. Yeah. And you have the five in there. So very interesting. This is, this has been very, um, you know what? I would kind of connect this to getting my astrological chart read, but uh-huh. this I feel like taps into more of um, the spiritual aspects. And I absolutely love this. And I think that, I mean, if you're interested in getting your chart read, definitely reach out to Daphne because this is powerful and I'm sure it can go even more in depth and we're just kind of like brushing the surface here just to give you guys an example of what this all entails. But she also goes into, which actually, would you mind sharing with us um, the, the energy of this month? Oh yes. The energy of this month. So I have the, again, after I was done with this, I was given how to calculate the dates. So every day has six energetic marker. So this month is the five energy. And then this month has three days that holds the master number 55, which is a quantum influence. So if you need to make a change in your life, or even if you're not aware of it, look at the day and see how things unfold. There will be an almost like a magnifying influence of what needs to get your, what you need to pay attention to, to change. Specific days? Um, yeah, there are specific days. Yeah, I'll give you the days right now. Yeah, that would be cool. So that way all of us can kind of take note of those what's going on those days. Yeah, if you go to key to, um, key to numbers and you go to the, um, like on the first page, it has um, the, it has the number, the, the, it has the definitions of numbers, like I was saying before about the, um, in reference to the, you know, the digital clock and you would see or even the energy of the day itself. And then there's a section that has the affirmation. And on the affirmation page, every month I update it to give you the energy of the month and the affirmation that matches that month. So like for this month, the affirmation is focused on new beginnings and creating Mm. um, and and being being open to to change. Um, And then also in the front of the page, on the homepage, I have auspicious events. And so for this month, this is what I have for the five 55 energy. It says, um, time to shift, examine your soul's purpose. September, 2021 brings in the five energetic expression, new beginning energy, encouraging you to balance to your true nature. 
This collective harmonizing energy offers you the opportunity through self-examination to change your life to conditions that will best serve you. It will not serve you this month to resist change, to be mentally trapped due to your fear of new beginnings, to be closed-minded, or to be rigid in your thinking and actions. The five harmonizing energetic field encourages you to be adventurous and, uh, and survey your life so that you may adjust to your innate nature, your source purpose. So this is the energy of this month. And the dates that are that carries the 555 energy is September 5th, September 14th, and September 23. So if you go back and kind of try and remember how was the, so the fifth five numbers. Started, so the five dates, right? No, two and no, three no. add up to five and one and four add up to five and five. Yeah, exactly. Very cool. Gosh, this is so awesome. And I feel like we could go on and on for days about this, but this has just been so great. And, you know, one other thing that I think all of us will probably um really love to hear just just being here is like your take on um you know so many people are like I see 1111 I see you know 111 now when we look at you know these reoccurring numbers and these different things do we also have to check in with ourselves and what we're thinking and because like you said we're co-creating right so like I always try and like go back to what I was thinking about or what I was doing when I saw that and kind of tap into where I was at that time of seeing these numbers, because I feel like you said there is this kind of like communication going on as well. Is there something that you suggest us doing um, to get a little bit deeper into, I guess, an understanding of self with the numbers when we do see reoccurring numbers or when we do have a connection towards a number? Absolutely. Um, when you see reoccurring numbers, there's two things happening. The most important thing is know that you are in alignment because you never see those numbers when you're upset. True. You never see those numbers when you're discombobulated. You never see those numbers when you're not in alignment. So when you see those numbers, first thing to do is just know that, ah, I'm in a good place and give yourself a pat on the back because it's like a nudge of going like, yeah, we see you and you, yeah, I see you too. So that's, I think that's the most important thing. Because a lot of times we don't know exactly what we're thinking of, but the one thing that matters the most is the fact that we are actually in alignment. Okay. Because there could be days that go by, don't even get a number and I don't think about it because I have so True. much going on. True. But the times when I am and I'm happy, I'm flowing and I'm in my groove and then I pick up my phone, there it is, you know? So that's for me, that's an acknowledgement of, okay, like you're in your center space and you're receptive to it. Because there's uh-huh. always communication going on. Are you receptive to it? Open. And for people who are seeing 1111, 1111 is really giving you a nudge to acknowledge your power within. And we only see it when we are open enough to see it that we have tapped into a level of consciousness that would cause us to be able to see it. Interesting. So, so when you start seeing it, because there are people you speak to, I'm like, oh, do you see numbers? No. 
But if you go in conversation, you realize that they're not at that, they're not open to seeing it. And after having a conversation with me, then all of a sudden I'll get a text out of nowhere going, I just saw 11-11, you know, because once they may not have been an awareness of it and they were not even contemplating the aspect of their Making power. the connection that it was something yeah. there, something exactly. deeper there. Yeah, because it's an awakening. It's kind of like, okay, there's a power, there's a mastery within you. And there's that light prepared to prepare to connect with you. That's always there, but you have the, the resonance, you know, the energetic resonance to actually flow with it. Um, so it, when people start seeing that, I, you know, just understand that it's a nudge of your power within the mastery within. Love it. And if you just go with that and not necessarily to try and be hard and go like, okay, what does it mean? You know, so just give yourself a pat on the back first. And each of the numbers, I, I have it on the on the website that gives you the definition of what each represent. Like the 20, the two to two is dualism. 333 is creation energy. So if you keep seeing five, 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 maybe you're being, not maybe, I know you're being nudged for make a change or change is coming. It's there's a change. If you see 444, as everyone call it, the angel number, and it's true because it's a guidance energy. You're being guided to something. So it's either you're not listening to that guidance or yes, you are listening to that guidance. So if you start seeing 444, which is what I would say, you know, go on that page and see what does that number represent? So if you see the 11, it's an illumination energy, like the light is within, like mm. look at, you know, mm-hmm. that light within. The two is dualism energy. So looking at sides, sometimes you might be in a relationship where you're not looking at sides, you're not seeing what's really happening. And if you keep seeing those two, you're like, okay, I need to look at what's what's going on. Be that examination, you know? So that's what I, for me, it's, they're more about, like, I, you know, I could write a beautiful definition, but it's the short one that really can bring home. Exactly. You know, so you see, because I remember there was someone who kept saying, I don't know where I'm going. I'm seeing five. I'm driving. I'm seeing five. And then that person within like less than six months, there was such a huge shift that happened in his life for the better because he was in alignment with, he wasn't focusing on the negative aspect, but he knew. And I was like, well, it's a change energy. So he was open to that change and complete trajectory of his life from seeing that number and acknowledging that, okay, there's a change that's coming. Be open to that tension. Don't take that change in fear, because if you take it in fear, then you block mm-hmm. your blessing. Of and course. a lot of times, yeah, oh, I look yeah. at it and I said, you know, it's like when someone starts going into the negative mind, it's like holding an umbrella up to your blessings. Yes. Like, Stop trying to come down to you. And you're like, no, nope. that all the time. Like, don't block your blessings. Yeah. You know, like we are like so hard headed sometimes and like our limitations and that we've created, you know, just like hone us down. And yes, you can block your blessings. Absolutely. So that's the biggest thing I would say for those who are who are experiencing the, the 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 reoccurring numbers. It's like look at the definition, what it means, and just go with the simplified one and, and apply it to your life. And trust that it means that you're in alignment because you wouldn't be able to notice those things, which is so beautiful because I never really thought about it that way. But mm-hmm. it's very true because most of the time when I see those numbers, I'm in a different space of peace, and I'm just like ah, like I end up feeling peaceful when I see it. It, but, and um, it causes so, you to pause. It really causes you to pause. It does. Sometimes I'm holding onto my phone. I'm waiting for the clocks to change because I'm like, oh, you know. Yeah, it does. But it's so beautiful that you put it in that way. It's like you're in alignment, and it's 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 very much that feeling when you when you see those numbers, and it's just like, ah, oh, you know. Yeah. Oh, I love this podcast so so much, and like I said, so we could probably I. go on for days. 
we should probably have you back on and and get a little bit deeper. I would love to um, get some feedback from the listeners. And I know for sure there's quite a few listeners that have contacted me about numerology. So I'm sure that they're going to be a little excited about this one to get a little bit nitty gritty. And um, of course, if you are interested in getting your chart read or connecting with Daphne, um, check out her website and also her book, also on Amazon, as well as her website. And thank you so, so much for the insight that you've given me on myself. Um, like I said, I can kind of compare it to almost getting my astrological natal chart read. It just gives you like this reassurance of like, wow, like I do know that feeling, but what's different about this is that it, it kind of brings it back into like your spiritual space numerology, whereas astrology is more of like what's happening around you and how it influences you. This is like how you influence you mm-hmm. essentially and how your emotions are feeling. And it's, it's, it brings me peace to know that like there's the six energy there because I know that for sure, if I'm not working out, if I'm not doing yoga, if I'm not moving my body, I do get this heavy energy um, as well as a couple of other things that were mentioned. I totally resonate with that, but it gives you a deeper understanding and you're like, okay, I'm not fucking crazy, right? (laughs) Okay, this is a part of who I am. This is how I have to work with it, which is so powerful in and of itself to have that. It's almost like, taking your power back, right? Because you Mm -hmm. always think it's outside of you and you always think that like, oh, this is affecting me and this is affecting me, but it brings it back to like where it starts and ends, which is with you, right? And it says like, okay, this is this this is your energy. These are your numbers. This is what it means. Now here, now you've got the power back to do what you desire. You want to do with it. Like you could either see yourself and be like, oh, I haven't worked out in a while. Maybe I should go to the gym. And go and be like, I know I'm going to feel better and have that within you and being able to work with it in such a way that's improving your life as opposed to pointing the finger outside of yourself and like saying, oh, it's because of you or it's because of this, but I'm not like this. So super empowering. Um, I am so grateful that we've connected and I'm so grateful for spending your time with me. Absolutely. (laughs) Thank you so much for listening. If you're new here, please make sure that you subscribe to this podcast and rate it. Even though we're very small over here at the Blue Woman Podcast, your ratings matter. And if you think somebody could really use or enjoy the information that was shared in this podcast, make sure you copy the link and share away. If you choose to share on Instagram, make sure you tag me at Shelly Sonier. And thank you so, so much for being a part of this community.